This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Deuteronomy chapter 29. Deuteronomy 29 verse 29. The Bible says, The secret things belong to God. So God is very secretive. But those things which are revealed, then Psalm 24 verse 15, the Bible says the secret of God is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenants. So God has secrets. But the interesting thing about God's secret is he loves to select a few people and show them his secrets. So the Bible says that he will show them his covenant. His secrets are with those who fear him. So one of the things that a man must possess to begin to delve into God's secrets is that he must fear God. The secret things. Hallelujah. And I gave the reason which we stopped when the first service with. It's in Amos 3, 7. Because this is how God loves to operate. He loves to operate by the principle of Amos 3, 7. The Bible says, surely God, the Lord God will do nothing. He will do nothing. Can I have your see God bless you? But he revealed his secret to his servant, the prophet. In other words, God will never do what he, he has not first of all revealed to somebody. Whenever God wants to do something, he looks for a man to reveal what he wants to do too. So, the secret things, they belong to God, but in his nature, he loves to look for somebody to share those secret things with. There are secret things about your family. And God wants a member of the family who will be a custodian or somebody that it will be revealed to what the secrets are. There are secrets about a nation. That was about trying to get into and all kinds of prophecies are flying. Only few people hear from God about nations. And in Nigeria, it has been seriously bastardized. However, God will not violate his word. He can show you what's about to happen in Nigeria tomorrow. You might not be a known prophet, yet the Almighty can come down to you and because in his principle, God will do nothing. Nothing means nothing. He will not perform anything without first of all revealing it to somebody. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He will do nothing. Until he reveals to somebody. However, many claim to have seen what is revealing and they are seeing nothing. But he will still not violate that principle. And then you remember we read first service. So we, I, I started saying that one of the things that we begin to join into in Christianity as you grow is that God begins to trust you with information. That must begin to happen to you as you walk with God. So when in that uh, Numbers chapter 12, 
Aaron, most Aaron and Miriam began to say that, hey, is it only Moses that God is speaking through? Imagine, even married an Ethiopian woman and he told the rest of us not to marry from outside Israel. And the Bible said, God came down and said, really? Did he just say that? And God said to them that if there is a prophet among you, I, I reveal myself to such a prophet in what is called dreams and vision and what is called similitude. That is a very dangerous word which makes life complicated for many. Now, why? We, we come back to that Daniel in a while. Oh, sorry. That, that uh, conversation between God, Miriam, and Moses. But to pick something from there. Now, go back to verse 7. Again, I, I want to show you something from there. No, verse 6. Or oh, we should start from 5. He said, Here are my word. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, I make myself known to him in a vision. I speak in a dream. Go back to verse, verse, go to verse 8. With him I speak mouth to mouth, not in dark speeches, or the similitude of the Lord, it will be old. Now, there is what is called communication in dark speeches. Church, I'm praying for everybody this morning. What made Jesus to say in Matthew 13, if we start from verse 10 into 11, he said, to you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. To others, it's imparable. Even the disciples were concerned that, Lord, why didn't you just tell them something straight? Why speaking in parable? In other words, when you take the life of a person, an average person on the face of the earth, the communications between you and God, what is going on in your life, can either be in dark speeches, in parables, or in plain words. Once your life is in parable form, are you following me? Life to a man will remain mysterious if you are the category of those who are receiving God's communication in a parable form. What will be happening is that everything around you will be mysterious. You cannot say when God is blessing, when God is not blessing, at times, you experience a lifting for one month and it disappears and you cannot explain why April was good and June may not. Isn't that happening to many Christians? And a success that you have no explanation for, you cannot replicate. God's plan, oh yeah. for some, it's not so some good things happen to them once in a while they don't know why a particular will be very good and all the subsequent weeks after they cannot explain why things will turn down again why suddenly there's a breakthrough a blessing and then several attempts after that no breakthrough again that's a group there's another group their own is that one aspect of their life is working effortlessly but all other aspects one struggle after the other they don't know why I don't struggle. This one happens, but this one that I try to, they never come. So there is an area, good things are happening. There are many areas, they are shut down and they cannot explain. Parables, dark speeches. I get what I'm saying. So the disciples were concerned also and they told Jesus, why are you speaking to them in parable? And Jesus shocked them. He told them the reason. 
He said, it is given to you to know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it is not given. Next verse. For whosoever are to him shall be given, that he may have abundance. He that does not have what he has to be taken away. Next verse. Therefore, I speak to them in parable for this reason. Because seeing, they see not. Hearing, I don't want them to hear. Now that they want to understand. Verse 14. He said, it is fulfilled what Isaiah said, uh, that they shall not understand, they shall not see, they shall not perceive. Verse 15. And he gave the reason. For their heart is worked. He said, if they hear at any time, the latter part, if they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, they will be converted, and they will be healed. In other words, those who pass a level of life being a parable, will always be converted and be healed. That means they will always experience the blessing. He said, you know what? I don't want them to. So I decided to limit my communication. I turned it to a parable. He said, but blessed are your ears. What about when life is still appearing to a Christian as a parable? That is when things are happening in the family and you cannot explain. It's just there. And you know what? The thing people begin to do is to begin to fast and pray. And many have fasted. They have almost become fast. And nothing is changing. Number one, because they fast to change things. They don't fast to ask questions. They don't ask to fast to ask for lights. God is more interested in showing you what is going on. Because when you know, what you know cannot be taken away from you. This is what might never happen. When somebody ministers to you. When somebody ministers to you and a yoke is broken. It's a good thing. But the bad part of it is that he has deprived you the opportunity. Or by the spirit learning to know why that yoke is there. And what to do. Should you see yoke another day? Do you hear what I've just said now? Yes, what to know you can help someone else with. What is lifted off your shoulder and you don't know how it was lifted. You can't do anything about it. And if you meet another yoke on that day, you might submit yourself to it again. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Yes, so that's why I started first service with the fact that there are secrets. And where we read in Psalm 139 from verse, we started from 14. There are secret parts. You were made in the secret. Because God made you in the secret, nobody, there, there will always be a part of your life that nobody can explain to you. It can only come as a revelation when you sit down with God. But there is a way to ending all mysteries and converting parable. But for so God said to said, you guys, this is the limit I go with any prophets. I show them visions, I show them dreams. And some of them I speak to them, but it is in the dark speeches. He said, but Moses is not in that category. So you have the category of those who see when they sleep. Some are upgraded to level of open vision. He said, but the man they call Moses, this guy that you are talking to, he said, I talk to Moses face to face, mouth to mouth. I don't code anything. I don't code anything. Every sound from above is a code. This one also, I'm trying to time myself, because I have to do a dedication. One of the mysteries that you should understand. One of the secrets of God that you should understand 
is that now there are mysteries about your life. But the Lord wants to show you. What is in 1 Corinthians 2 9? Let's read. There are all the children they tell you that God by nature is a creating. But you see, when God is approached by man, I we ended the service in a very wonderful way. I, I was singing that Lorenzo, your song. I want to make you smile. Jesus, Jesus, my love. I want to make you. I want to touch your heart. Those who pray prayers of sending God on errands will never know mysteries. If you read what happened in that Matthew 11, that was when they gave the parable of so and many parables, and it was one parable after that the disciples were concerned. Oh, God, why are you talking to you? Don't want them to get it. And he said, I don't want to get it. Because it is reserved. But the Bible says when he was at home, the disciples came to him and said that, tell us the meaning of the parable. That was when he said, to you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. And he began to explain. He said, the sower is the son of man. He said, the grandson. Every parable and mystery in life, they are explained in the place of koinonia. That might be where we'll take it from next one. Listen to me, everybody. Now, elections are coming to an end. You know, many people are not here. It's the last because of election. Once election, we just stay at home and... You know the instruction the Lord gave. We are going back to three services from next Sunday. Rejoice, 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 rejoice. rejoice. Even if you are not happy, pretend. Just clap. <laughs> and I told them what the Lord told me. First service will be special. We will not acquire administration. We have worship with Desi and uh, we go into some very deep things. It's a training for the mature people. That's the nature of first service. So choir won't sing first service. There won't be, it won't be a conventional service. I might not even take testimony. Do you want to understand the deep mysteries? A time we come, what we share that morning, we start going around the entire body. It's going to be deep stuff. What we don't normally have time to go into Sunday morning. Deep things. You can't be a shallow Christian. In this wicked time that we are in right now, then second service will be a normal service. Normal. So first service is abnormal. Is that okay? Yes. So... Nine, so first service is seven, second service is nine. By 7.15, I will start teaching. And by 8.15, we are done. So wait for second service, nine, and third service, 11. Clap one more time. Because also, month of March, April in particular, March and April, this church is going to serious evangelism campaign. You know what's going to happen? If you don't invite people to church, you'll be ashamed. You just sit down and say, we catch you. Because these are the days of reaching out. Are you getting what I'm saying? None of us will keep quiet. As you do, the Lord will start giving you. If you need a car, God will give you. Because we are going to bring people to church in your car. You know why many of you are in March? You are going to be very rich. Because we are going to reach a lot of people. Say amen very well. Or were you planning to be rich so you can shine and oppress people? Pack a good can, pack it outside. So that everybody, you know, when, when God loves you, he, he has to discipline you. One of my friends went to school, God loved the guy, but wanted to be naughty. His uncle came to town and brought the latest message that time. 
he begged the uncle to take him to school. He said the uncle should park at the front of the gate. About the time all the students will be going into school. So we had some, we had the main body outside the school, but we had some private body outside. So one day the uncle take him to school that time. For some reasons, the principal woke up that morning and called us students together in one corner. So the uncle parked at the front of the car. There was nobody at the front. So he refused to come down. He sat down there for a while. Ah! When they had to enter school, nobody saw him come down from that. He pained him. Now he came down from the most luxurious and nobody saw me. So he could not shine. May the Lord help you not to shine where you should not shine. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why if you are praying to God to give you something to use to prove a point to somebody, God is not interested. Yes. When God sees a man or a woman, you separate yourself from greed. It's as if heaven lifts you up immediately. Yes. What touched God about Anna's request was that here was a woman said that Penina was there and night making her life miserable. Anna would have been like, Lord, give me a son to answer this woman. But see, when she said, give me a son, and I will give him back, that means for another two years, she won't look like she had a son. Because she gave back to one, carried him to the temple, and left him there and came back home. Penina will still be saying that, so where's your son? Tell Penina's son, go and bring me close. Go and call your Samuel now from the temple. Ask him, my son. Then God gave her five more children. Once, one of the things that many of you have not answered, when you're asking God for something, everyone is asking a question. What is the need for the kingdom in what you're asking God for? I told the story of this guy before. They bounced him at the embassy like basketball. Until it, was, it looked like a deliverance minister. I'm going to tell you, you are caused. You are caused. You need to break this show. But thank God from school, they never believe all those things. You need to break. It just There must be a reason. See, what I'm sharing with you, there's a mystery behind all of them refusing me. His uncle was a senator, wrote for him. They still refused him every time. But it was the best keyboardist on campus then, one of the best. And one day, God told me that his friend had started a church there, a church of 10, 11 people. But when he was dreaming of traveling, but he actually planned that he would go to, he mentioned large churches in UK. I'll go to this one, I will enjoy my life. He just said to God that, I will do masters in that city where that guy is going to. I know from school days the way he was preaching that you sent him. I will be his keyboardist for as long as Lord you want me to. He prayed that prayer in five days without telling anybody about visa issues. Some people came to visit him and one of them asked that, when are you traveling out? Then he mentioned, the pastor can I have your passports? They brought it to him. Everything. What he was breaking his head for. Once you start knocking and acrobatics are increasing, there is something you are not seeing. Brother, when you see it, if it's a good thing, God wants you to have that good thing more than you want to have it. But there's a question you have not answered. God is saying that when we give it to you, what is a need for us? What is a need for God in your marriage? I just want to marry a beautiful girl and shine before us. You want them to know that you are the husband of this girl. See, that kind of marriage does not last. Yeah. People look beautiful when they are dressed in church like this. And all the married people, they understand what I'm saying. There is a way your wife will behave. Beauty will vanish. You look at her, it will take the love of God not to call her a beast. And there is a way a man will behave. If not for the love of God, you can shoot him. 
So all those tall, dark, and some is useless that time. <laughs> you will call it tall devil. <laughs> Horrible. You just change it. I get what I'm saying. Is somebody with me? Oh, dear Lord Jesus. Uh. <laughs> I want to stop. I know I have moved away from what I said. Is somebody getting me? Yes, you see, <laughs> one of the secrets I went with this sound. Sound are codes. Sound are codes. For instance, the Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Can you do that now? If somebody is passing, what you have done, what, what you have just done does not make sense to the person. But you see, every sound is a code. When you are watching an horror movie, there is a sound they give it. It is different from action movies. Some of these things are not just ordinary. I'm not saying it's wrong to watch horror film. I kind of like horror film. I grew up liking horror films. Um, really, I don't have time to watch all those. But while growing up, I used to like horror film because after watching, they will scare you. And you, when I was in primary school, you won't be able to stand up from your bed. So, all those things. And they will like be appearing. But one day I just told myself, it's a lie, they're in America, I'm here. They can't catch me. That was how I delivered myself. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I used to feel movement in the room there. So one night, so they would take light, I would dash out, pew! So one night they took light. I just faced the wall. I felt like a hand coming, coming. I said, no, I won't run. Coming, I won't run. So I was there. After one night, I got up and I said, it's a light, there's nothing coming. So from that, the deliverance came. And those who are still listening to me right now, you are still afraid of sleeping alone in the dark area. Do you think it's your Bob that will stop Satan? So you think it will run when you put on light and it cannot operate. When that's that's, that's, that's a, a very funny way of thinking. If, it, if Satan is real, electricity won't stop him. So whether there's light or there's no light, he that watches over you does not sleep, nor slumber. Stop bothering yourself. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Mm. quotes Paul talked in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 about the language of men and the language of angels he said do I pray in tongues so there are angelic languages what does not make any sense to a man so one of the sounds in the bible is groaning there are some doors that when they are locked against you Praise will open. There are some doors that it is not praise. The code that opens them is groaning. See, this is why when the spirit trains you, now, even in praises, there are subcodes. To begin to clap and sing to God is a code. 
But there's another quote I just made you to do now that make a joyful noise. This one you are not singing. One of the secrets that God begins to reveal as you walk with him is that you begin to understand the code to be used per time. Many people do not know that one of the reasons why you, many people might not be able to call out a dead man like Jesus and Lazarus come forth is that they have forgotten that before Jesus uttered that statement, he first of all groaned. He said, where have you put him? When they showed, the Bible says, Jesus wept. Why did he weep when he was going to wake up the guy? Because he has said before that I would raise There are things that you need to know. Quotes. Now, when we get to the art of this message, I'm going to show you, there are sounds that you can begin to make. When you make them, you invite demons. You see, spiritual things, they are very environment, environment sensitive. Is it environment sensitive or environmental sensitive? Environmentally sensitive. Environment sensitive. Which? Whichever one. At least sensitive, yeah. <laughs> where is uh, where are my English people in the church? Okay, lawyer. Where is which one is environmentally sensitive? Environment sensitive. Which one? Environment sensitive. Environmentally sensitive. P. Josh. What about the Bella is not around? Which one? They are both correct. Because I've heard the white man say, uh, I know it's what environment sensitive to some gadgets and environmentally sensitive. Environment, mentally, whatever, it is sensitive. At least we, <laughs> we understand. <laughs> he said they are both correct. Hallelujah. Well, I like learning. I enjoy learning. Anyway, English and... Are you following me? So, they are sensitive to environments. And it's important that you know. Hmm. This is how far we go today. So an evil spirit was oppressing Saul. 1 Samuel 16. Can an evil spirit oppress Christian? Emphatically, yes. Word of faith have taught us that a Christian cannot be possessed. But a Christian can be demonized. Then a priest said, when you say that there are many Christians who know that there is a demon at work in them, if one you don't want to use the word possession, but sincerely speaking, many have been demonically inf- afflicted. But then, uh, the Spirit of God left King Saul, first time sister, and an evil spirit came. And the servant said, Bring a Israel. Who taught this servant to know that this evil spirit troubling this man, there is a response in all the people listening to me. Kalushta, when there are uh, manifestations that are anti-Christ in your life, in your business, I, I, I don't know whether somebody was telling me that a man gave in several millions to Minister Nathaniel Bassi. He said, you were somewhere in the meeting. They were in the meeting. He said it was even during the offering. He said, as we began to play the trumpet, the man sits over billions. He said that things in my life and in my they were driving me crazy. There is an answer to every depression. 
maybe we get there on Sunday. These things are connected. When you talk about the environment, there are two types. There is internal environment and there is external. In some cases, if it is external, when you change location, relief can come. But if it has moved from external to internal, you have now become the carrier of the environment. That one changing location will not work. It is changing you. The one that happened to Saul was beyond environment. But that part one alone, beyond external environment, is already a war to some people. Let me tell you this straight away. Life is so serious that there are many of you, the blessing that is hanging over your head, if you don't start, if you don't stop hanging around certain people, you will never work in it. When they got to Second Kings chapter 3, before we go to 1 Samuel 16, 2 Kings chapter 3, so three kings were looking for water and there was no water. And Jehoshaphat said that, is that not a prophet here? And he said there was Elisha. And they got to the front of Elisha. When Elisha saw them, he was so angry that the anointing left him. Wait, I don't know that verse, three of us. But Joseph said, Is there not a prophet of the Lord that may? And one of the kings said that here is Elisha, the son of Shaphat. We used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. Next verse. And Joseph said, The word of the Lord. Ah, he said, He used to be Elijah's servant. Ah, that one must be a real prophet. Let's go see him. So the king of Israel and Joseph and the king of Edom, three kings, Israel, Joseph represented Judah, and then Edom. They went to see Elisha. Next, next verse. Elisha said to the king of Israel, What have I to do with thee? Go to the prophet of thy father and the prophet of thy mother. And the king of Israel said, The Lord has called us. Next verse 14. Elijah said, If not, he said, As the Lord liveth, if it's not that Joseph had, he said, You have annoyed me. I hate you. But Joseph had is with you. He's the only one I'm considering. That's why I'm going to answer you. Now, look, he said, if Robert Joseph, I won't even send you, I won't even look at you at all. Verse 15. But now, bring me a Israel. It came to pass when the Israel played. Some things can trigger the anointing. Now, Bash Kilamandos. Oh, Jesus. This is the only time you will see. So when it happened, then, this is the only time when Elijah, so according to the Bible, that was the only period when this thing happened. That was the only time that he needed a Israel to help him raise the anointing. Why? When he cited the king of Israel, he got angry. There are people when they're in your presence. When I sat down in Pastor Bernice's meeting, he said that, mind those who sit on the first row, that Ketukuma taught him that, you will be shocked that after praying for this, you come to a crusade, the people there can hinder everything. They will short circuit everything. He says, so you know what I do? Pastor Benin said, I Benin, so at times I come out before, one night before the message, and I tell Oshas, I don't want to sit down one I take him to the back. This one, so you will think it's bad. The Holy Ghost is very sensitive to environments. Yeah. So when they played, he began to prophesy. 
So in the case of Saul, David played and the evil spirit left him. In this case, the woman began to play or wherever, maybe a man and the anointing. Three kings were standing before him and he needed to give them an answer. When you are standing before an interview, when you are standing before a door in your life and they've been loved for a while, you will pray and pray and pray. Are you aware that you are just a, door, a word away from the opening of that door? But how do you assess the word? There is an environment you are keeping that is not conducive for the supply of that word. Environment has to change. You know the funny thing? One of the most powerful crusades, I was shocked when I heard this. Pastor Bailey was telling me, and I saw the video online. It's all over the internet from Pastor Kubui. One of his greatest crusades, he said he was in the room. In those early days, it wasn't this popular then. He said he just put on a video of Maurice Seolo's crusade years before him. And he played it from morning till night. When he got to the crusade, said before he prayed for anybody, the miracles that were recorded in that video started happening. That was when a boy, there was no bone in the leg. They had to put a stick. They tied the rubber part of the leg to the stick to be able to stand. And the leg grew normal. He was not praying per se. He said he just kept watching Maurice and The environment became his environment. Ah, yeah. When he came out of that room, the crusade happened many years before. Ay. Bashatalamaya. Are you with me? See, this is why sometimes you can read the Bible to a, a point that the environment of the Bible, it lifts the pages and it comes to your room. You are in your room, yet you are in Nazareth. Hiya. Then the same experience. So here is a brother. He's in a serious need. But he's focused on how Jesus multiplied bread. A time comes, the same grace, the same anointing. The same supply. All of a sudden, a strategy enters your spirit. That get out of your room and go and do this. And you receive supply in abundance as well. Environments. When I was in UI, God started introducing me to this thing, small by small. A guy told me, I don't know why he told me, he said, I want to ask you a question. Is it wrong for a Christian to do a secular song? I said, I'm not a pastor. What is wrong? What is wrong? I don't do that. Why are you asking? He said, because I've asked other preachers. It's hard to explain to me. Start listening to hip-hop. Nobody can stop me. I said, why are you asking me? Why you have made up your mind? Don't ask anybody a question. As I turned to go, the gift of the Spirit kicked in. And Lord said, ask him. Like twice every week, you have nightmare. He said, yes. Yeah. It's always on Friday and Saturday night. When we don't have lectures, Friday night will plug hip-hop song, all those things, blues and everything, and you sleep with it. He just looked at me, he paused like, he opened his mouth. He said, I'm going to throw away my workman. I didn't say anything, I left, actually. And that was the day he was delivered from that thing. Even though what I felt like saying this time was that don't throw it away, throw it to me. I'll catch it. Don't waste the workman. It is not the workman that is the problem. It is what you are playing inside the workman. Can I ask you a question? How is your home like? The Lord showed me something. When we get to the heart of it, I'm going to warn all of you. 
Object that you know nothing about, don't hang it around you. Paul warned, he was warning the church. He said, I don't want you to keep company. I don't want you to fellowship with demons. That means it is possible for a Christian to fellowship with demons. You are superior to them. But you can use a, too many Christians wear pen. You, you wear what you know nothing about. Anyone that is serious about life, the way you will not just take anything and throw it to your mouth, your physical body, because you are protecting your body. Protect your spirit. Don't just touch anything and feel anything goes. You see one, uh, one painting. You don't know anything about it. You put it on your wall. Reverend John told me, and I think he said it here. He was in Europe when he was in the guest house. And in a vision, somebody will appear and hit him with armor on his head. As he was praying in the spirit, thank God for ability to pray in the Holy Ghost. Instead of running around for deliverance, the Lord wants to show you why. A, a, church, a church gave him a carving of one ancient king, one of the Nero type, those terrible kings. Of, he didn't know that that was the king that was on the carving. That was the carving that was put there. And when the Lord showed him, he went to Wikipedia sir, to check. And he found that king used to kill people by breaking them on their head. I know people are watching this message and you are hearing me. Too many Christians, we are, we, should I use the word? Jesus said it. I don't like it, but Jesus said it. He said the children of this world, they are wiser than the sons of lights. It's a Christian that will receive a prophecy from a man you have never known. And you have warned you before. If a soothsayer gives you a prophecy, if it comes to pass, it begins to control your life from that moment. Be careful. God, we only send people, anybody that's not there to share the word with you, to pray with you, to start with you in your moment of pain. Be careful of receiving prophecy from them. This is your head. It's your authority. Even Paul wants Timothy that don't lay hands solely on any man. They say, don't put your head under anybody to put, if you don't know the person. What is going on in that person can begin to go on in your life. Many people have been introduced to idolatry in Nigeria, that day to courtism. And many destinies are being used by certain people that way. When they are put their head on somebody to pray. All this in the name of prayer, prayer, you go anywhere. It is your head. If a person wants to pray, tell the person, stand and pray. Must he touch you? Pray for me, sir. So you kneel down. You got to put the hand. <laughs> it stamps your destiny. Boops. I cannot rise. Why don't you ask the person that, sir, you can pray? Let him start, you two start, let him pray, let him say the prayer. When it comes somebody putting on, do not know how important your head is. God put authority here. Be careful. Are you with me? Yes, Paintings and objects. You don't know anything about it, you just hang it. It looks beautiful, you hang it. There is something you put on your neck. It looks fashionable. Then you hang it on your neck. And it becomes bondage. <laughs> so you are wondering why you, 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 you decided to bind yourself. Why? Be careful. Ah. Uh, have I helped somebody? Where did I go let the Bible from? Okay. The Bible is very nice. You know about chance. Sometimes you hear people saying that. 
I think that is what the Spirit is making them to say. To you, you are hearing a yeah, yeah. in the realm of the Spirit is something else. I think it's a drum beat that is telling demons that you better run or your life is over. Then they move. Because they know the next thing they are bound. Quotes, 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 quotes. There are sound you make around you and they make spirit comfortable to stay with you. Wrong spirits. We will take this thing and get into how do people get depressed. Medically, they will explain that there is this hormone, there is this one, there is this one. Medically speaking, they are right. But spiritually speaking, it's deeper than that. Hallelujah. Can I tell everybody? If you are led to, if you get to your office in the morning, release a shout or release a song or play a song. Do not let an atmosphere rob you in. You create the atmosphere you want. When we're talking about this, and I was just with a bill about this, he just told me, the guy just became a pastor now, this one I'm about to say. He was a lecturer before then. He said he read, read T.L. Osborne, How to Healing the Sick. He read and read as a lecturer, he read and read and read and entered the book. He said he would do a lecture, lecture in school, without talking about Jesus, normal lecture. And after the class, people will come and say that, I don't know why you were speaking, my backbone page just left. And it became a common thing that students were getting healed. Go for the right atmosphere until your attention. There is a way you can listen to a lot of messages about prosperity that the mentality of the poor lives. You are teleported in, 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 in a way into this thing. It becomes part of your life and it's flowing. And when you are taken to that realm, no man can take that key away from you anymore. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.